I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Thank you for listening. Um, I was just telling Kevin that uh, yesterday I was in a random Walgreens. and This is awesome. I, I was in a random Walgreens and this woman walked past me and she gasped. She was like, <gasps> and I was like, you know, looked at her sort of like, what, what? And she goes, oh my God, I listened to your podcast and I love it. And I... I was so excited. And so if you are that woman and you're listening to this one, thank you. Gosh, it's just, you know, I mean, Kevin and I that work our- so exciting. It's so exciting. And Kevin and I work our butts off and we have a ton of fun doing it. But hearing, hearing that people are liking it and I mean, we know people are listening because we can look at stats, but like hearing, hearing that this- um, this is making a difference and people are really loving it. It means the world to me. It means the world to Kevin. It's really, really cool. It is. It's really, really cool. So thank you for listening. Um, okay. So today is the day before Easter. It's the eve of Easter. And uh, we're actually recording and um, we are going to post this episode um, today as well so that it's here just in time for Easter. Um before I keep going about what we're going to talk about, I just have to thank Michelle Dunlap. Michelle Dunlap is a huge fan of The Remedy, and she gave a very generous donation, and she is sponsoring this episode of The Remedy. So thank you, Michelle Dunlap, who's just a dear, dear human being that I um, that I really love and appreciate. So thank you, Michelle, for for donating and sponsoring this very special episode of The Remedy. so Thank you, Michelle. I'm a huge fan of yours. <laughs> Especially because the, all the money goes to Kevin. <laughs> I wish it went to, I don't know, my lip gloss habit. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> but uh, but I uh, I really appreciate it. And if, if you enjoy The Remedy and you would like to contribute to the remedy, we would very much appreciate it. Sponsoring is super easy. Um, all you have to do is go to tovacito.com and click on the remedy and then click on make a contribution. And any amount helps. We've had we have had donations for 25 bucks. We've had donations for a thousand dollars and we and everything in between. Anything to help this production keep this production alive. Yes, we appreciate it. Keep us going. <laughs> we really, really appreciate it. So if this is blessing you then keep blessing us. We we need it. Um, okay, so I really wanted to do something special for Easter um, tomorrow because I feel like of all the um, I feel like of all the religious holidays, um, this is probably the most sacred to me. And um, I, if I'm just being very transparent, which I know y'all know I'm all about. Um, 
the Easter Bunny kind of pisses me off. <laughs> Wait, you think it's kind of stupid? I think it's stupid. I think it's I totally irrelevant. I agree with you on this. I think it's irrelevant. I mean, I I was actually at Walgreens because I was going to get a bunch of plastic eggs to put candy and money in because my children who are almost 14, 15, and 15 still want to do an Easter egg hunt. My wife is 28 years old and she still does it with her sister. No joke. <laughs> well, mine do it because there's money in the eggs. That's the exact same thing they do. <laughs> but it's it's... It's the problem with every like every holy holiday. Like we have commercialized it and made it. What do they call it? The Hallmark. Yes, the, exactly. The, 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 a Hallmark call it, like added. you have to assign some sort of a cartoon character, <laughs> a mascot. You know, to. It, I don't like it. it. It takes something away from it. For sure. And so here we are, leading up to you know this week's been Holy Week, and here we are leading up to. You know, Jesus entering Jerusalem, Palm Sunday, um, and then we go through every day. And every day had such significance about Jesus and his walk and, 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 and you know, the Last Supper and the trial and the Garden of Gethsemane. And, like, there's such rich things happening, and yet we're buying Easter baskets. So I just – I. I mean, I did it too, but I'm mad. Well, it's not like the Easter Bunny is even that cool. Like when you're, whenever you find out the Easter yeah. Bunny, you know, isn't, you know, Santa Claus is devastating. But if you find oh out the God. Easter Bunny isn't real, you really, you're no like, that, why did I believe in that stupid thing anyway? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus is not even. Con- I mean, Santa Claus is the rock star. No, let's Sa- be honest. Santa Claus, I needed therapy. Yeah. Like when I, when <laughs> I, I, I believe in Santa Claus at 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, like I. I, and I was too young. Like I found out when, like I, we had a big family reunion, and it was cousins, and so I was eight. I should not have found out that early. Like, but That's like the pretty, yeah. twelve or fifteen year old cousins were like, "You're so stupid. You still believe in Santa Claus? It's your parents." And I was like, <laughs> "Santa Claus is not my mom and dad." <laughs> I had that too from kids, though, and I was always just such a stubborn kid. I was like, "No nope, bullshit. Like, trust me. I know it's what." <laughs> 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 the man, like, the he's man the real is deal. Real. Yeah, <laughs> and he's friends with Jesus. Yeah, the Easter Bunny, not so much. No. <laughs> okay, so which is funny because Easter is so much more of a religious holiday. Yeah, it, I mean the the fact that we have ascribed like a bunny, yeah, to, <laughs> to, <laughs> and some eggs <laughs> with this deal is just annoying. Yeah. So, so I wanted to spend a few minutes today and like, um, just kind of refocus and hopefully um, just really think about like what Jesus is really all about. And so I I made a list. Today we're doing a one-off. It's just me and Kev and some Miller Lite. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew's Beer Distributor. <laughs> uh, this is why this is why in my next life I'm going to come back as a producer <laughs> because you get to drink a This beer is why I won't get anything else done today after the show. <laughs> Um, so uh, anyway, back to, back to the point. Um, I w- I really wanted to spend time today just kind of giving the Lord, um, some, some credence and recognition. And, um, I mean, I, you know, it's a fine line having a podcast with a, with a Christian bent because I want to be, <clears throat> I want to be, 
all inclusive. Yeah, I want to be inclusive. And yet, personally, I have some very, um, you know, I, I oh God, man, I love Jesus so much. And um, and so, if you are one of my people who listen, but uh, you don't you don't know much about Jesus, or you don't think much about Jesus, I I hope you will just still listen because I think there's some good little nuggets in here just about goodness. Now, personally, I think all good um, comes from our God, and that it exists um, because of our Lord and Savior. Um, so anyway, today I'm going to talk about, um, I made a list of uh, what I think about when I think of Jesus, um, just kind of reflecting on who he is to me. Um, and so the first one is this, when I think of Jesus, I I am so humbled. I'm so humbled. So, so I thought of that one right out of the shoot, um, mostly because I was thinking about, you know, how was he born? Like... Jesus had this like humble, humble, humble birth. And so here, here is our God who comes down um, as a man and, and he could, I mean, he could have been born to anyone. (laughs) He could have been born in anything. um, And, and he was born to a virgin in a manger and grew up a carpenter and you know started this incredible movement and with nothing like right. nothing and 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 it's just i mean when i was when i wrote that i just thought you know how fast your mind works but i thought how countercultural is jesus like like we want the castle you know we want to accumulate. We want the stuff. We want, um, we want the clothes. I want the shoes. Uh, we want the accolades. We want the recognition. And, and yet here was a man who was the king of kings, um, who came in the most humble way and lived and lived the most humble life. And so that's just the first one I wrote. Like I, I couldn't help but think, and then, and then to think about how he died, you know, um, crucifixion, how Jesus died was absolutely the worst way that anybody could die. Anybody could be punished, um, back in, in his time. And, and it was so brutal and it was so awful that, um, you know, and so painful. So that's why it was, it was the worst way to die because it was the most painful way to die. But what what a lot of people don't know about um, dying by crucifixion is, you know, you think you think it's uh, the pain or you think it's uh, the blood loss, right? Um, but it's not. Like when you die on um, on a cross, <clears throat> you die of suffocation, and so like it's. And it takes it can take a long time, and so here's our here is our king who died, you know, not only was born in the most humble, but uh, died in the most brutal. So uh, the whole thing, beginning to end, was just incredibly humbling. Which leads me to my next thought that I am so thankful 
um, you know, from the time I was a little kid, and Kevin, you were just talking about this before we started, like, from the time I was a little kid, and I've been going to church since I was eight, since I was born, um, I had this keen, keen awareness that uh, of who Jesus was to me. You, you kind of s- just felt that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and even though I grew up Mormon and, and I didn't always understand or ascribe to um, that s- sect or that religion, I always had a great sense of, wow, like I love Jesus. Like I, I believed what he did. I, I was humbled by what he did. I was in awe of what he did. You know, I, I just, and I, I, I knew he would be like the kind of person that I w- would want to be next to. Yeah. And, and you, you said the same thing. I did. Yeah. That, I mean, a different way, so but it, exactly. Yeah. It, it was, it's an, it's not because your parents tell you it's just, I always had an innate kind of feeling, um, which is that brought something you comfort. And it never goes away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like a, it's it like can a, be stronger at times. Sure. Most definitely. You can sure. kind of lose sight of it, but it's still oh, always there. Most definitely. You can lose sight of it. But so I'm so thankful and I always have been. Um, when I think of Jesus, I feel I feel so I feel so loved. I really feel so loved. I mean, I, th- there was a great quote this week on Instagram that I actually reposted by Bob Goff. And um and it was on Thursday, Monday, Thursday, the night before Jesus would be crucified. He went and had dinner. He had the Last Supper um, with the twelve disciples. You know, two of who would betray him. Yeah. Um, and and the the quote said, um, "If I was going to die, I would not spend my last meal with my friends who would betray me, or with people who would betray me, and who knew." I knew would betray me. And I was like, I mean, I I read that and I was like, I wouldn't either. You know, like if I had one meal (laughs) and tomorrow I'm dying. Right. And you know that this is coming. Yeah. I'm not inviting the two guys to my table that I know are going to betray me. But that's very intentional. Yes. Not in our case, you know. Right. (laughs) But for sure. Yes. Because I would, I feel the exact same way. Yes, and yet, and yet, that this is the love of Jesus Christ, you know. And and I know that there was a lot happening, and there was a bigger picture, and there was a greater purpose. But still, like the fact that Jesus washed those men's feet that night is unbelievable to me. Like. Kevin, I wouldn't wash your feet today. (laughs) I don't want to wash my feet. (laughs) (laughs) So um, when I think about that kind of love, um, it's pretty overwhelming. And, you know, Jesus loves all of us like that. And that's that's an amazing thing. Um, When I think of Jesus, I know that I can go to him for comfort. Um, both of us talked about this as well. Like there is a comfort with, with faith. There is a comfort with, um, something bigger Mm -hmm. than ourselves. Um, and you know, um, the the last couple of weeks I've had, I've had a rough, I've had a rough last couple of weeks and, um, every single morning, 
I mean, I'm just going to be honest that every single morning the I've, I've woken up and I'm like, I just have had a pit in my stomach and the you, you've been through the ringer a little bit been through the ringer <laughs> a little bit the last couple of weeks and every single morning i've i've woke up and the first thing that i do is say jesus like jesus please help me like please comfort like take take that pit in my stomach away and um and i have to say it doesn't it doesn't always go away right. like it it's not you know he's he's not magic Right. But that's I, not 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 really. Yeah, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not how it works. But but I keep doing it, and and I keep doing it because I like. It's kind of like, um, you know, when you call your mom, like when you just need to hear your mom. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 she doesn't have to say anything. She doesn't have to. But you just need mm-hmm. to hear her voice. And I feel like for me, that's what praying. To Jesus does like it's it's not about what I'm gonna get back it's about what I like I know who he is I know what he can do I believe in a different day you know I believe another day is coming and and that even just the mere fact that I can lay there and and say his name brings me incredible incredible comfort you know there's a great song that um, talks about the power of Jesus name and 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 one time I even gave a sermon on like just his name, like the power of Jesus name. Like, and there are times where I can't pray or I don't want to pray, but if I just say his name, it feels so much better. So Jesus to me is the great comforter. I know it sounds bad, but I try to make myself do it every day. I, I don't think that sounds bad. I it's think- almost a verbatim thing too, but it provides me comfort. It's the same little like kind of prayer that you just do every, every single day. I think about 90% of the people who are listening would... Do that same thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And and I think that they they struggle. Like, I think a lot of people struggle to pray. Yeah. You know, they it's like... and and, and My prayer's been the same one that I came up with from when I was like 12 years old. So <laughs> it's still like word for word exactly the same. I don't think Jesus cares. <laughs> I just think he, he wants to be the guy. Yeah. You know, he wants he wants to be the person that we believe we can go to. It's funny you mention that though, because my mom discussed like my entire upbringing having that sort of connection, but not with Jesus. She would always pray and still says this to saints. the Blessed Mother. That's where she always and saints is where she always found that comfort. Um, so she's Catholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that a Catholic thing? Yeah, <laughs> that's a Catholic thing. <laughs> Makes sense now. Yes, they believe that they go to Jesus on behalf of them. So oh, they, okay. Right. They prayed to Mary or the saints, and they believe they like are an advocate. They're kind of like the middle, person. like a medium. Yeah. Or a, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So that's I should know that I was confirmed Catholic. I went through all that stuff when I was young. But, right. You know, it's a long time ago. So. A lot of kids in the Catholic Church <laughs> yeah. aren't always paying attention. <laughs> it's tough. Um, when I think of Jesus, I I am so in awe. Um, I'm so in awe because here, here was a guy who came so humble and, and he could do anything, you know, all the hard things that he went through at any moment, of course he could have just said, "I, I can't do it. I'm out. I'm over it. This is too hard. This is too much. Um, like, and, and, and 
you know, with the snap of a finger, or blink of an eye, everything could have changed, and yet he never did that. Like he had some moments of fleeting um, aggression, kind of though, you know, yeah. anger and whatnot. But yeah, Which, never used an ability to as a mm-mm. solution for that. He never pulled the god card. Right. Yeah. That's, exactly. <laughs> that's a good way to put that. Yes. I've never heard that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, if I was Jesus, I might have. Uh, I might have pulled that. In How time could you two. not? It's you like know? the movie Bruce Almighty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think to some, I mean, that just sums it up. Like I'm in awe of that. Like how many of us like think we should go to the front of the line? Yeah. Or, um, big time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, he just, that's not how he rolled. No. And that's, that's pretty awe-inspiring. Um, Never an abuse of power there, for no, sure. No, 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 no. Um, In fact, quite the opposite. Yeah, quite the opposite. Um, when I think of Jesus, I um, I know who my neighbor is. Um, let me try to explain that. So I've been reading this book from by Bob Goff. Have you ever heard of him? No. He's f- so funny, and he's so happy. And he wrote this religious author. Uh huh. And he wrote this book called Everybody Always. And he just talks about how no matter what, we got to be for everybody always. Like, love everybody always. And he talks about, and this is so, I love this part so much. He talked about um, how, uh, you know, in the Bible it says, Jesus gives us two commandments. So there were all these laws, right? Like in the Old Testament, uh, the Jewish religion had all these laws. And it was like, you know, put your tassels to, down to your collar and and no pork and the Sabbath starts here and ends then. And Being raised Catholic, I'm not totally unfamiliar with these kind of... Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, specific, the law. Yes, the yes, law. yes. There are lots of rules. Absolutely. And Jesus... When he came, he said, and this is, this is the, one of the coolest things he did, he said, okay, I have a new covenant. There's like a new way to have a relationship with God, and here's, here it is. And he said it's two things. All you have to do is love God and love others. Like love God and love others. And um, specifically, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And Bob said, you know, everybody wants to know, okay, what is define neighbor? Like, who's my neighbor? Is it the person that lives next door to me? Is right. it is yeah, it the people question. in my community? Like, is it the people in my church? Um, and Bob Bob challenges the the idea that Jesus never defined neighbor because then we would we would have an excuse for why we don't have to love. To isolate, yeah. I don't have to love that person. He's not my neighbor. Yeah. But because we don't know, because Jesus didn't say your neighbor is people, everybody who believes in me. Keep that area more of a guideline than a rule. Yes, because your neighbor is everywhere. Like the neighbor is, our neighbor is the guy who's going to get my Whataburger lately (laughs) or, or later. And and uh, you know who's we're we're gonna see three people on the side of the road. That's my neighbor on my way home, and my next door neighbor, and the people I go to dinner with tonight, and everybody I see at church tomorrow. Like the guy that honked at me on my way home that I want to punch in the face yeah. is also my neighbor. Yes, he's your neighbor, unfortunately. <laughs> Even if he's a douche. <laughs> 
So unfortunately or fortunately, because of Jesus, we know who our neighbor is. Um, I, uh, I, when I think of Jesus, I'm so inspired. So my favorite verse in the entire Bible is found in John 14. And this is, so John is, um, so there's four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and John's my favorite. So they all tell the story of Jesus and John, for whatever reason, it just, that gospel speaks to me and what he says. So he's in chapter 14, he's winding down and Jesus winding down, meaning the, it's about the book's about to end. And so Jesus knows that he's going to die. And so he's praying over, he's praying over all kinds of people. And so there's a section where he prays for believers and he says in this section, and it's my favorite part of the whole Bible. And he says, um, you know, I'm going to go to the father and I'm going to leave you behind. Um, but you're going to do great things. And he, he kind of describes like his death and how it's going to go. And, and then, you know, he's going to go to his father. And then he said, but you're going to do great things, maybe even greater than these. And so, which is crazy that Jesus intimates. No pressure. Right. That we have the ability and the capacity to do amazing things. And Jesus believed that we had the ability and the capacity to do even greater things than him, which is just I mean, untouchable. Of course. But the fact that he said that is just precious and humbling and um it's it's my favorite and I've I've been inspired by that verse for years and years and years. I I just love it. So Jesus is is definitely my great inspiration. So the potential still exists though. Yeah. For all of us. Doesn't, yeah. For all of us. You know, one of my pastors gave a great uh, sermon years ago, and he said, if you're not dead, you're not done. And so it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are or how um, how ill-equipped you feel. Like, if you're not dead, you're not done. And, you know, I, I believe we were all put on this earth for his purpose. And so... Which leads me to um, my next one, that we have no excuse. Like, we have no excuse to... You know, I think a lot of us, and me included, um, you know, I... I can I can make excuses for why I can't. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, and and some of us, some of you listening, are great victims. You know, like, um, you know, I can't I can't afford it. I can't do it. Um, I I I don't have enough money. I'm not married. I, you know, we live in this we live in this scarcity world. You know, this and and I just I don't. I just, I don't believe in that. I don't believe we have very many good excuses for why we can't. No. Which is not always fun to hear. No. Or say. But it's, I mean, it's an, also another thing, speaking about stuff that's innate, it's an innate, uh, something you can't help for us to turn things inwards and have, you know, a feeling sorry for yourself type attitude. Yeah. Which can affect that big time. For sure. We're all, you know... Everyone always is doing that. Yeah, to some to some degree. Turning it inwards, yeah. Yep, turning it inwards. That's a great way to say it. And I just I don't think we have a lot of excuses. No, no, no. Sometimes I really need to check myself in life. Is it time to be like I really don't have that much to bitch about? Like you need to stop, yeah. stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, 
In fact, that's that's like I, I remember going on a date with someone a while ago, like a long, long time ago, and like you know, for him, life was hard, and and he co- he couldn't, and he you know he didn't feel good, and his his wife did this, and it's like he it's like he just lived in this world of of pity I, of I can't, yeah, and I'm like. That's not my guy. No, you know, no I, way. Like I, I could never see you with a uh, with an I can't. No, nope, 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 nope. If you're that way and you want to ask me out, don't. <laughs> Just don't waste my time. Have the presence of mind to, to realize that and uh... <laughs> to move on, baby. Just move on. <laughs> but if you know someone who's a can guy, <laughs> my number is. <laughs> um, Visit the remedy <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Um, okay, because of Jesus, I am not ashamed of my gifts. You know, I tell my kids all the time, like, you know how like sometimes, and of course we should be humble. Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't be humble, but I think all of our gifts, like, should to God be the glory. Like, I think if we hide our gifts or we don't use our gifts, like, I, I think, I think it's, I, I mean. I, I just think it's a shame, you know. I think it's a waste. Like God gave us all. I mean, we've listened to we recorded two podcasts earlier of incredibly. I mean, and both of us That's were true. saying like yeah. I could never. Mm-hmm. We we just did two recordings this morning on a cardiologist and a and a foster, foster parent, parent. Yeah. and we're like it couldn't couldn't be a cardiologist. Couldn't be a foster parent. No. But you know what? Y- you can do a... M- Some people have that calling. Yes. Know? And I could never do what you do. And, and, you know, there's things that I do that you couldn't Absolutely do. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I, I gave a message years ago that said um, that there is something or someone that hangs in the balance of you answering your call to life. Like you living out your God-given gifts. Like somebody somewhere is waiting for you to to do to do what you were given like i mean i think about how i met you i mean i came in and did a podcast and i had always thought i want to do a podcast i want to do a podcast and i was moved by your story so So. i was a guest on a podcast (laughs) that you were producing and i Oh my God, it was so funny too. Like that day, I remember I got to work and one of the microphones wasn't working. So I had to go down to the hall and unpack my suitcase that I have out there and get an extra mic. And I was down there like bending over, rummaging through stuff with like my plumber's crack showing big time. And all of a sudden, somebody's like, excuse me? And I turn around and it's this like pretty little blonde chick. Like, I'm Tova. I'm here for so-and-so show. And I'm like, I wonder if she remembers that that's where we first met. Like, I don't remember my butt crack showing, that. Uh, no. like, trying to find a microphone. <laughs> I have no memory of that. That is so funny. <laughs> I was totally convinced at the time that that you noticed that. No, so. no. But yes, yeah, that is how we met. You were just a yes. guest on our show. It was, yeah. But I, one of those things but that before aligned. I had been on that podcast, I wanted, I thought I could do that. Like, I, I'd love to do it. But I kept thinking, I can't, I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't, I don't. Like all this computer stuff, the microphone, the headphone. Like, I don't have any of that It's stuff. daunting. It's yeah. daunting. And so I just put it aside. And then I met you. And I'm like, okay, I can do it. Like, because you have that amazing gift, you know? Well, you made it very easy. All I had to do is turn on a microphone. And you pretty much <laughs> just came to life. So, <laughs> Well, all to say, we all have all been given amazing gifts. And none of us should be ashamed of, of those at all. Um, 
Oh, man, I love this one. Because of Jesus, I will never take anything less than I deserve. Like, I, probably my second favorite thing that Jesus said is I, I came to give you life, and I didn't just come to give you life. I came to give you abundant life. And, like, so many people live, like, at a five. Like, they just live this mediocre life, you know? Do you think there's some people that are happy that way, or is that not no. really? No? I don't, Do you think that's a settling thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think they've gotten used to it. Comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. I think they've gotten used to their five. But I also, I mean, I tell my kids all the time, I really believe that, like, you know, everybody talks about judgment day and there's all different kinds of views of like, you know, what it's, what is it going to be like when Jesus comes again? And, you know, are we going to get in trouble for all the bad things we've done? And, 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 you know, I, I tell my kids, I think it, I think it really comes down to us standing before our creator and him saying, okay, I created you for this, 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 and this. How'd you fare? Yeah. And, 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 and I don't, I think it's up to us to like believe, like truly believe that like we were created for all that he set us up for. Like all of that is ours for the taking, like abundance, like abundance. That word is, but we live in this world of scarcity, right? Like we think that there's not enough or I got to take this or I'm worried about this because da 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 da, and I just don't. I just, I I I don't think you should stop at five, six, seven, eight, or nine. I think I think God wants us all to live at a ten. With everything you know and believe about Jesus, just out of curiosity, do you believe there's a hell still? I believe that I, I don't believe, and and I'm not saying that I'm right or wrong. Um, this is no, just, but everybody kind of has their yeah, own, my idea. own idea. Yeah. So my idea of hell is uh, that it's not a place, but it's a state of mind. I think that there are people here on earth who live in hell, whether it's because of addiction or. Um, uh, but you don't think it exists beyond a, this realm, a, a state of mind, you know, um, yeah. I do. I, so I think that I think that just because you die, like the heavens don't open and all of a sudden you mm-hmm. embrace what it, what you have access to here, you know? I think that we're like it's a choice, right? And so just because you get in just because you die and you have access to heaven, I think we have access to heaven here. I think it's just I, I agree of, with that. I think it's a state of mind. Yeah. And I don't think just because you die, your state of mind changes. So I, th- I think of hell as, you know, the Bible describes it as, you know, fire, right. and gnashing of teeth, and uh, I, I don't... Agony. Yeah. And, yeah. P- pain and suffering. I believe that there are... I believe that whatever you choose here follows you. And I don't believe that changes just because you die. Like, oh, okay, now there's Jesus, mm-hmm. and now we're going to, everything's going to be okay. Like, I believe whatever you embrace as a state of mind or your life here, because we all transfers have, over. Transfers over, because we all have access to Jesus right here. We all have access to goodness right here. 
abundance right here, joy right here. And uh, so I think it's a state. I think it's a state of mind. I like that. I think, I think people resist goodness. I mean, I, I know plenty of people who, who have had access and opportunity for joy, love, grace, peace, and they stay in their hell. We all know people like that. Absolutely. You know? So, so I didn't mean to detour you, no, but I was just a, very curious to see how you felt question. about that. So that's, that's how I feel. Um, and that might be off-putting to people who believe that there is an actual place, you know, where there's... Which I've never really felt like there... I don't know. I think people are living in hell here on Earth. Yeah. Hell, I think, is almost something that was... It's just a way to kind of... Which is not the point of it, but it, 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 it it's just kind of a fear motivator. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's. I think hell describes a state. Yeah. A state of heart, a state of soul, a state of mind. Um, and I, th- I, I don't think just because you die, that that changes. It switches in any way, yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just stay in hell. So you need to kind of be getting where you want to go. Before you check out. Like right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, go, like go. Like hurry up. <laughs> um, I, um, oh man, because of Jesus, I, I always make the better decision. Like if I'm thinking about something from a, from a Jesus perspective, I'm going to always make the better choice because Tova by herself is, can be a huge bitch. We all, it's, oh, it's sometimes really easy to go there, you yeah. know? Yeah, like me on my own, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna always be amazing. But Tova with Jesus is is pretty pretty amazing. But if there's someone who's wronged me, I'm very quick to you know Oof, to be. It's tough. It is. It's really tough. It's really tough. It's really. It's tough. easy to be petty and somewhat you know vengeful in ways and passive aggressive ways that lots of people do and don't even realize they're doing. And you feel justified. Of course. They wronged you. One, yep. yep. It's, it's really hard to think from a Jesus perspective. Yeah. But if I can get into that zone, I'm going to always make the better choice. I'm impressed that you can because that's well, it's not I easy for everybody. I say I always do it, <laughs> but when I do it, I always make the better choice. You never regret doing right. it. Right. Right. Because of Jesus, I'm not afraid. I'm just, you know, there are people who are really afraid in this world. They've got a lot of worry. They've got a lot of stress. They, they fear financial stuff. They fear health stuff. They fear, and honestly, maybe because I've buried children, I know you worry all the time. I'm one of those people I know. so bad, like everything you just described. I know. <laughs> and I've got none of that. And that it's is not, awesome. I've got none of it. And it's not because, it's not because... I'm rich and because I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to get sick or whatever, but I, I mean, I'm, I really don't believe that, but like, I'm going to die, right. you know, of something. And, um, but it's like, it's not because I'm a, a mom or I have money yeah. or I have, have a job or this or that. I have no worries. It's, it ties all the way back to the state of mind thing. Yeah. I really have no worries and I have no fear. That is unbelievable. Like, I can't even comprehend that. I th- honestly, Kev, it might be because I've lost children. I really, I because really because you've kind of been you've been yeah, to hell because, basically. Yeah, 
because I've, you know, I've stood over the grave of my children. And there's so, so in that moment, if I, if I had like $2 in the bank, but I had my son, uh, who cares? Yeah. You know? And I, I, I really do think it gave me a crazy, because when I, I tell right. people that I don't worry, I don't fear, I have, I don't worry ever. That is a state of enlightenment <laughs> almost no one has. Wow. No, well, I mean, at least I, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I, but I also think it's because, I mean, I do believe that, you know. You can let stress and worry and angst just consume you. you. I mean. Take you. Take you. And, and I'm very grateful that I don't, but I mean, I know that there are a lot of people that do, but I do believe that because of Jesus, like we have access to a space and a place that can free us up of, of things beyond our control. You know, Janice counselor who's been in here a million times, she says all the time, like control is a facade. Like we worry and fear because we're out of control and control is a facade because we can't control anything. Like the only thing that we can do is control this moment, ourselves in this moment. That's it. That's, and, um, maybe I mean, we just crave the illusion of control. Yeah. 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 And it's all, I mean, I just think it's all going to be okay. But you know what? That drove, actually, that drove my ex husband crazy that I just never worried about anything. I never, and he would always, always say to me, you know, Tova, things just don't always work out. And I'm like, yeah, they do. Like, I really. <laughs> That's just a way to always be preparing for the yeah. worst, you know? But I understand because, you know, you guys have both been through those situations yeah. together. It's just. He took a different path. It came out different yeah. for him. Yeah. And so for him, you know, things didn't always work out. And I'm like, hmm, I think they do, you know? I really, I think, I think they do. Even if it's not what you wanted. I mean, the shit pot of things have happened to me that I was not wanting, expecting, planning, hoping. Of course. And, um, you know, I, I mean, my resume is not sexy. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've been divorced. Like, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't even talk about what my husband did. And, you know, I just had a bad breakup and I'm alone again at 47 and I've got three black kids and I've buried three children. And I mean, I think having three black kids actually gives me a huge accolade because they're so totally. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it has I nothing agree. to do with the color of their skin, but you know, by the world's view, of you course, know, it's, just, this is not a sexy resume. Um, you know, my, my brother, um, actually told me when I got divorced, he was like, um, T, you know, like, People are probably going to, like, they're going to want to date you, but maybe not so much want three step black children. And I was like... I don't know how I never thought about that. But. I was like, damn. Like, I'd never thought about it. Yeah. But you know what? It's true. And you want to know why I know it's true? People told me. Like... But it's, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Oh, you know I, mean? I don't want, I don't want <laughs> yeah, that it doesn't guy. Matter. Yeah. I don't want that guy. <laughs> you need to go. You would, yeah. <laughs> you would understand. I get where you're coming from, but yeah. you know, this isn't going to happen. I don't so. even understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm telling you, consummate serial warriors would would kind of be one of those. I didn't even that, think about that, and my brother told me. I was like, shit. Who cares? I don't want you anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, 
Okay, you know what? I when I think of Jesus, I'm so glad he drank wine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only thing Jesus and I have in common. <laughs> That's not true, Kevin. (laughs) You know, he just, he loved sitting with people. He believed in community and, and he, he drank wine. And I just like, there is something about wine and coffee. It's like, or tea. It's like, it just brings people together. It does. And. And, you know, we're sharing a beer today. So Absolutely. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Jesus <laughs> yes. and wine. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. Because of Jesus, I know that I can't do it alone. Um, and, and I know I don't want to. And and you know what? Honestly, like to go back to like the whole fear and worry thing, I, I think if I didn't have Jesus, I would fear and I would worry. Like, if if i if my faith wasn't rooted in something greater like i believe i believe god looks after that he's a good good father you know who looks after his children and i think about what kind of mom i am and you know i there's nothing i wouldn't do for my kids and i don't know he's going to take care of us so i i can't do it alone and and i don't want to do it alone because of Jesus, I am I am so much stronger than I would ever be on my own. Um, I know that. I mean, there's a there's a great verse that says, "I can do all things through Him who strengthens me," and it's just a simple thought, but it's a true thought that through Him and with Him we can do anything. You know, you know um, there's a lot of people who stay where they are because they they feel like they're not good enough or they feel like they're not they don't have what they need and and so they they play small and i just i don't think we have to play small at all um oh because of jesus i don't have to apologize for having boundaries like i think jesus had boundaries you know he he loved people but he also said you know this this is the way that it that it that it needs to go like, this is the way it needs to go. And and when people, when people didn't go the way that he thought it should go, he did it with he 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 met them with love, and grace and and abundance and and but but he had boundaries. Yeah, you know he sure he had the way that he thought it should go, and um, you know a lot of people don't want to live with boundaries. And a lot of people don't respect other people's boundaries. Very true. Um, but I, I think, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to apologize for mine. <laughs> I don't think you have to. <laughs> I don't either. Um, because of Jesus, I am free. I am free of sin. I'm free of my past, and I'm free of my shame. Um, so, and and I can, I can let, I can let things go. Um, I can let things go for me, and I can let things go that others have done to me. It might take a minute. I mean, it might take a minute for me to let it go, but I can ultimately let it go. You know you can. Yeah. Always can. Yep. Yep. I know eventually I can. You know, um, when Jesus was on the cross, this is is an amazing story about him, but, you know, people have just, they've flogged him. They have beat him. They have made him carry his cross through the streets. They put a crown of thorns on his head. They've taken him up to Golgotha um, 
to be crucified. They've hung him there and people are screaming and spitting and he's, he gets vinegar in his mouth to satiate his thirst. I mean, it could not have been more brutal or more cruel. And in the middle of it all, Jesus says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. That like chokes me up. And it's a great reminder Sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's a great reminder that when people screw us and hurt us, that maybe they don't know what they're doing, you know? But isn't that really hard for a lot of people oh, to accept? <laughs> it's, that's why I'm crying, because it's so hard. Because when people are not kind are good to me like I don't go to the place forgive them father for they don't know what they're doing like clearly they don't know what they're doing because if they knew what they were doing they wouldn't do this to me you know and so there he is hanging on the cross and says you know forgive them because they don't know what they're doing and man that's an amazing that's an amazing thought you know that I don't I don't want to embrace because I think they should know better. Me too. You know, like, no, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Like, you, you, hundred percent. You beat this guy. Like yeah. you put a crown of thorns on his head. You made him carry his cross. And we talk about innate feelings a lot. You should have an innate feeling that that's wrong. Yeah, I'm in, like that's, in my mind. And yet there he's on that cross saying, begging his father to forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> That's a tough one, but it's, it's, I guess it's undeniably true and right, even though I don't want it to be. Even though, yeah. You know, even though I want to scream, yeah, yeah, I want to scream and yell about why, why you should have known better. You know, I just, I've been through a ton of hurt and pain people have really let me down and and I've only this is only the second time in my whole life I've seen you get choked up so. <laughs> no, I'm like and you've crying. talked about some serious shit <laughs> I am crying but god it's a hard one for me you know it's a it's a hard one for me to think about like it, and if Jesus could do that like dang we should we should probably think about doing that too woo Dang. What do you mean to get so heavy? Oh, but it's good. It's a good reminder for me. Um, I am, uh, because of Jesus, I'm so thankful for community. You know, God created us, and you came up with this one. I was like, I ran my list past Kevin, and I was like, Kevin, what am I missing? And he said, home, family. And, and it's just so true. Like, God, because of God, like we have access to great, great people. And it's only because of the people in our lives that like we can get through stuff, you know? Exactly. And, and experience the joy. I mean, I could go anywhere in this world, but I wouldn't want to go anywhere in this world without somebody to share it with. You know, things only matter when you are doing it with somebody you love, whether it's your son or your 
your significant other, like the world was, you know, we were created to be in community and life is so much better when you have friends and family and dang, we're all so lucky to have that. Well, it can always be a source. I mean, that's what I was, exactly what I was thinking mm-hmm. of comfort and community, but not everyone has the things we do, you know, like a family and kids or a wife or whatever. Yeah. And it's nice knowing that that's always, oh, yeah. that that's there for anyone. Yes. Yeah. We should be very grateful that God gave us each other for sure. Um, because of Jesus, we can all find peace. You know, there's another great verse that says, Jesus can provide peace that surpasses all understanding. And I think that's what peace is. I don't, you know, peace doesn't make sense. If you think about it, like, you know, peace in the world today does not. Is illogical. It's illogical. It's, and yet, I believe that that's something that we can find um, because of Jesus. Um, I'm going to end with this one, and and, <laughs> and I loved what you said. Um, I I because of Jesus, I'm so I'm so excited for heaven. Like I am, I'm I am not afraid to die. I don't want to die because I want to I want to do some more things with my kids um, and my friends. But I. Um, and I, I'd like to kiss a few more guys too. <laughs> <laughs> but like I am so excited for what waits for me on 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 the other side. You know, Janice, um, and I think I've said this on the podcast, uh, one day I was supposed to go see her in her office and I had to cancel because I had a funeral. And she asked me, oh, when did your friend transition? And I love, I was like, I am, like most people say, when did they die? Mm-hmm. Or why did or, they die? Or pass. Or, or when did they pass away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't pass away. They didn't die. Like, they just transitioned. And I loved that word. And ever since then, I've only used that word. Because while I don't want it to happen today or tomorrow, like, I know at some point it will happen. And... I am so excited for eternity, and I don't even know what that means. Like, and I know you were like, "Really?" Because it freaks me. It out. It freaks me out. So I'm like, <laughs> "What is it?" Like anything forever freaks me out. <laughs> but okay, I've had that thought too, Kev. I've had that thought too. Like, what are we gonna do forever? forever yeah. But I'm assuming you don't want uh, it to end. It will be something, you know, that we. It's I think no, whatever. It's something that. As we exist on Earth, we are no. unable or incapable of wrapping our, our heads it's around. It's too small. There's just no our way to, un- to comprehend it. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's also <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> no, I can't imagine living this life forever because it sounds exhausting and actually quite boring. I agree. Um, but I, I just have to believe that whatever God has up his sleeve is going to be, like, like we both said, like we can't, can't get our arms around it. It'll be one of those things that it's like. It's almost like love or something. It's like you can't explain it. Yeah. You can't wrap your head around it. It's just yeah. one of the things that exist out of our control. And I think that's exactly what it will be. Yeah. But it still freaks me out. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, I get it. I think a lot of people are more in your camp than mine, actually. <laughs> well, people want to get in your camp. <laughs> well, all that being said, I want to wish all of you a very, very happy Easter. I hope you enjoy friends and family. I hope you minimize that damn bunny. 
and um, just really enjoy remembering our Lord and Savior and all that he's done for us. So happy Easter, my friends. Thank you for listening to The Remedy with Tova Cito. To get more information, sponsor an episode, or contribute to this program, visit us online at tovacito.com slash podcast or find us on social media. 